Nail Beauty School was just the beginning, right? What on earth do you do now? Welcome to the Salon Success Podcast with Monaco Nail Academy. Our topics stretch beyond nails and into all things salon related, business, marketing, and social media, and at the very least hits you with real honest stories about our experiences. This isn't school, this isn't this is real life, real business, and really freaking hard work. The Salon Success Podcast is recorded live on Mondays at 5 p.m. New Zealand time via facebook.com slash Academy and available on Spotify and Google Playlists. Before we get started, wherever you are, thumbs up, tag a friend in the comments or hit that share button and support small business. Hey guys, Penny here from Monaco Nail Academy and today for the Salon Success Podcast, I am joined by Jessie. Hello. Hello. Um, Jessie is currently sitting in the training studio, having just finished the first day of official teaching in our new studio, and I am working from home, living that luxury life. Um, so three minutes away from each other. <laughs> yes, we are literally like less than a kilometre, but still doing this <laughs> via the magical internet. Um, so we like to kick things off. Um, talking about real real life basically as a nail tech so let's jump straight into the deep end and the dark end and Jesse, what's been the hardest thing about being a nail tech or running your salon this week um i kind of forgot the questions even though i've been like running it for a while um, <laughs> i didn't like pre-think um but i was thinking while you were talking and i think for me um I've had less time with my kids this week and I think it's because I have kind of started the whole, oh, I'll just pop out to the salon and do um, a set of nails. I know it's not my night, but she's desperate and I'm going away next week. So I'll just do a set of nails now. Yeah. So I think that I need to nip that in the bud straight away because I've found that I I don't know, not that I miss my kids because, like, I kind of have been a stay-at-home mum for nine years, so I don't miss my kids. But I feel sad sometimes when I don't always get to be there and put them to bed. I start getting the mum guilt. I wish I didn't, but I do. <laughs> and it's hard, too, because, like, wanting to be busy and to be a nail tech is what you've been wanting for years now, and then you yeah. get it and that other sacrifice comes and. And it's the balance is really hard. Yeah, I've got to be a bit more assertive, I think. Yeah. yeah. And actually, like, they weren't pushy. It was more like me trying to be too accommodating. They kind of would have been okay if I'm just like, nah, you'll just have to wait. Like, yeah. And the thing is, as well, that I think when you first start, it is so, well, you're excited. And the fact that someone wants you is a big deal. So you want to say yes. Yeah. But then, like, if you don't do, if you don't stick to the rules that you started with right from the start and you keep going with them, that's when you're going to end up burnt out and you're going to end up with clients saying, or clients get a little bit antsy because you were able to do last Tuesday. Yeah. Like, why can't you do Tuesday this time? And you start yeah. feeling like you have to say yes to everything and it snowballs. It definitely snowballs. Rain it in, Jesse. Yeah. And, and I think also that I justified it because because um, I did it a couple of times. I think I justified it because I'm really starting to be assertive with making sure my clients know that they're not 
to pick their gel polish off. That's and so I'm like, even if that means that, because like I've written removals in to my prices, even if that means you just pop in for a removal because you can't come in, like that's okay, but I don't want you picking it off because then that gives me a bad name. And um, both people that I've asked to do that, I'm like, you need to come over and get them removed if they're starting to chip. And they're like, oh, I, you know, I had to cut them down for netball and now they're chipping. I'm like, well, yeah, you've removed the cap, yeah. so now they're chipping. So please come over. And then I felt like I had to accommodate them because they were yeah. being well behaved and not picking it off. Um, yeah. And then they both turned into a repeat appointment anyway. They were just like, oh, just repaint them. I'm here. You might as well repaint them. And I'm just like, that, but, that yeah. happened with one of my clients like a year ago who came just for wedding nails and then I had soaked off the nails, I had high shined and then she was like, oh, can I put more colour on? I was like, yeah. damn it, because I'd just done this beautiful high shine. But she stayed a fortnightly client. She still comes to me, yeah. so I get, you know, totally worth it. But yeah. I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think um, I have similar stuff because we're now down in the village and I do my clients from inside the training studio. So I've had a few new clients recently that I've like tried to fit in. But at the end of the day, I'm really solidly booked. So like I had someone message today saying, can I come in to get them soaked off and redid? And I have to be strict, like the same battle that you're having. Yeah. So I had to say to her, I actually can't for two weeks. Like there's, there's nothing I can can do but the thing is because she's new and and it's not just her there's quite a few people that from since we've moved into the new studio that are similar um like I she didn't know to book in advance and even yeah. though I'll say to them you know like it does get quite booked up so make yeah. sure you book in advance they don't take it seriously because they've maybe only ever been to nail bars before or things like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, whatever, I'll be fine. But it's not. Now I can't see her for another two weeks. And she has booked in. But, yeah, like it's it's a balancing act. And, that, I, and, and that's good because now they've – I know it sounds like I'm telling them off. But now they've learnt yeah. that when you say you need to pre-book, now they've learnt that lesson – but it's hard because you know if you leave it another two weeks, they're going to, like, pick it off. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely do have to train new clients. And I think yeah. it's kind of what we say to students about how a quality client is better than 10 low-quality clients um, and just to hang out for those clients mm. that are really good quality. If you're going to have a good quality client who's going to come to you fortnightly and for a really long time, it is, like, it's a serious relationship. You do have to actually train them and and yeah. get in sync with each other. But I think yeah. definitely. Yeah, um, totally. So what would you say then on the flip side has been the best part of running the salon? Like to me it sounds like your your thing is kind of the good and the bad. But have what's been your highlight this week? Um, I think just the – I've said this a couple of times, but you haven't been in the podcasts, um, that, like, I sort of face a week where I think I've got no one and then I end up with, like, a decent amount. Yeah. Um, and so, again, that's just going to be training my clients, like, please just book at the end of your last appointment so I yeah. know what's happening. Um, 
but also I did um, my hairdresser's nails and she asked for extensions and I always get really nervous when there's somebody that's in our little town quite publicly like she's a hairdresser and she like we're in a small town and everybody talks and so her nails are on show this week to potential clients like people that I want coming to me and she asked for extensions and I'm nervous with extensions and they ended up being really lovely so awesome and now you have what what we refer to as a queen bee being someone who's you know in a center in a hive like she's a queen yeah, bee who yeah. can communicate to a lot of potential clients and now that it went well <laughs> yeah, you've got yeah. a queen bee out there in your community which is great I think as well that at this time of year, the initial shock of the first power bills of winter have worn off and a few clients start to creep back. Like around daylight yeah. savings time when everybody suddenly gets cold and stops going out and socializing as much and then the first power bill of winter comes in, like definitely clients drop off. But now we're at that point where everyone's a little bit um, cabin fevery and you start to get a few yeah. extra bookings. I know that Mariah's had quite a few um like new bookings in the last couple of weeks like I think people are like okay now I want to get out of the house like, yeah I've needed enough now I want summer yeah definitely and you've got school balls and um I don't know I've actually found quite a lot of women are getting their nails done for the school holidays like where we are oh, really? and stuff yeah that's yeah. interesting I've never had that as a trend before um I don't know do why have you got quite a few school ball bookings in the past? No. Yeah, no. Our, our local ball isn't until the middle of August. Oh, yeah. So I'm just trying to think of what special I'm going to do for the local school ball girl. Yeah. I just, I've never really had a lot of them. I've, when I was brand, brand new, I had a few, but I think part of that was actually that I was still quite young. Like I was, 20 but so I had people's little sisters and yeah. kids that I had babysat and stuff like that who were going to school balls and those are the people who I did school ball nails for but I don't think there's a massive market for school ball nails within home salons so like a, they've all spent their mum's budget on their dress <laughs> yes but so also they want to go the where their salon. friends are going <laughs> And their friends are going yeah. wherever they've walked past. Like they're not, yeah. they're probably not doing a whole heap of research into where they're going to go. Um, so unless you have quite a heavy Instagram presence and you're sort of like one to watch in their group of friends, mm. then you're probably not going to get them in kind of thing. So I'm I think definitely going to post on my local page. But what you, something you just said made me think like sometimes it's usually the mums that know about the places and so maybe I should be promoting the care that I actually take and looking after yeah. their daughters now rather than yeah definitely yeah. and especially if um if your promotion is mostly on Facebook then Facebook is more the mum's face uh, age group than the daughters anyway the daughters are on Instagram so if you're going to promote anywhere and if you're going to promote on Facebook, then definitely targeting mums, I think, is a really clever yeah. idea. Yeah. Everyone's Especially happy. if it's their money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 
I've never really done school ball promotions. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing them when you are growing and building a client base because it can be a good way to get in like some quick, easy money. But then once you get busier, it's like, I mean, they're not going to turn into regular clients because yeah. they don't have regular money. So I, like I, I personally wouldn't put a huge amount into, into the, um, the promotion into the campaign i'd just be like okay this this could be a quick injection of funds while i'm still quiet and especially and, with winter but i also want to um promote the fact that like because i know that some girls are like oh well i might as well not get them done because i have to have them off by school on monday yeah and so i think part of my special might be that you get a take-home removal pack for your gel polish nails or you book in for a removal and I'll give you a luxury treatment. Um, yeah. And it's all included in the package. So they can't come to me to get extensions unless they book in a removal. Like they have yeah, to promise perfect. not to rip them off by Monday. While I know that you're sitting at the training studio, we actually have a box of gel polish removal instruction cards that you could take some home and then you can oh, use cool. those. So like, I got, uh, maybe in the drawer, maybe in the office drawer, Okay. I think. Maybe the second one down, <laughs> just okay. so you all know. <laughs> they're, like, they're printed on business cards. They're little cards, but they're the gel polish removal instructions. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Um, I actually got them printed so that we could give them to the models that our students use, and then I always forget that they're there. <laughs> That's a good point, actually, because I had a model today going, I didn't know how to remove them. And I'm just like, oh, oh yeah. So if you guys are watching live at the moment, I can see from the stats here that a few of you are. Tell us in the comments um, what you what was your highlight and what was your low light this week in running your business or your salon. Um, but something that we like to do, but don't necessarily always like to be called out on is one-ups. So a one-up takes the idea of constant improvement and makes it bite-sized. Um, clients are always impressed by a salon they can see constant improvement in, and that's really like scary and daunting. But so a one-up is the concept of doing one small thing every fortnight so that improvement is consistent but achievable. And I say that, you know, I love a good one-up but I hate this point in the podcast because I never know what my one-up is. I mean, it's good. It's holding me accountable. But I'm trying I, to think what mine is. Yeah, I try to think. Well, I mean, okay, so there's a new there's a new color gloss collection out, so my upcoming one-up can definitely be new colors. Yeah. Have you put them on the shelves? Not on the pink wall yet. No. They will be. Yeah, I was looking this morning, but... I looked at them back on that stand there, that one. Yes, they are on that stand. Yeah. They are up there, yeah. Um, yeah, so th I think that's my one up coming up is just new colours. And as we've talked about before, what I'm going to do, because there have been 12 new colours released this week, basically, and I don't want to waste my one up. So I think I might release three this week and keep the other nine like secret for a little bit just so I can make the most of them and like maybe alternate a color one up with a different one up for the next few weeks. 
so that you have something to say on podcast next week. <laughs> so that I have something to say on podcast next week. But like one of the collections is a share bridal one and one of them is a really, really bright one. So if I take like two brights and a share or like mix them up a little bit and then that'll cover a lot of bases for a lot of clients without me going like, here are 12 colors and then what's exciting yeah. next week? I have to think of a whole nother thing. Whereas people are going to be excited by three. They'd be excited by one. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I don't know what I've done in the last couple of weeks, though. I don't remember what yeah, I said my last one was. I've, I know I've bought, um, I've bought like an ombre sponge pen. Ooh. So that I can do some French ombre nails because I'm not getting on well with the white pigment uh -huh. um, but I've seen some people do it with highly pigmented white gel paint cool. with an ombre brush so I ordered an ombre brush but it's not here yet so I don't know if that's technically a one up <laughs> I mean well it's a what you planned it yeah it happened <laughs> it counts it's I'm sure if I think of something because it can be quite small I'm sure if I thought but because I've got like a camera on me and everybody's listening. I can't actually go into my little world and think right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Teresa, Teresa just said that she, yeah, yeah <laughs> that she's yeah. also brought one of those. Maybe once you work it out, you should um, uh, do a live stream with it and show everybody because I think it yeah, sounds so real. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll um, do it. So, Teresa, since I know that you're watching live, I want to know what your one-up is this fortnight as well. <laughs> I'm just going to call you out as well and get you to comment what your one-up for the next fortnight is going to be so that we can all share ideas. Um, so, And Tony, because she got in the car, so she's listening. Don't yeah, take the drive. Yeah, she can't text and drive, but we know she's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and while you guys are listening, I know there's there's quite a few of you at the moment. Please do do us a favor and hit the like button if you're enjoying the podcast, just because it enables more people to see us and see what we're doing. And the more engagement we get in the comments, the more interesting the podcast is going to be for you guys. So um, hit the like button or tag a friend or um comment and we'd love to have a conversation with you as well so before we continue on with the podcast I just want to take a quick second to talk more about those new color gloss colors so if you are a Kiwi listener because we don't do only ship in New Zealand we have two brand new color gloss collections in stock now Shirley Devoted is comprised of six blush shades and so fly is six totally different colors that are about as bright as it gets so come and visit us this week because classes are on so we are there 10 a.m till 5 p.m every day this week or you can email shop at monaco.ac.nz to order those new colors so um let's move on to our little mini topic of the week um and it actually ties in really well jesse with your um, not well, I don't want to say low light, but what we were talking about before, your struggle with timing, because the topic that we decided to talk about today was operating hours. Um, yeah. So here's the first sort of like question is, have you assessed whether your operating hours are working for you lately? And I mean, you're not sticking to yours, um, <laughs> but is that because maybe the hours that you have 
set are not good? Like, are they not the right hours for your business? Or is it more that they are the right hours, but you're just not sticking to them? Um, I think they are the right hours because at the moment I only do two late nights and a daytime. Mm -hmm. So I find that my daytime, I mean, it's been booked out once, but I really completely fill my day appointments. So that means that I've got time without the kids because they're at kindy to do my admin. And then I find my evenings are getting full. Um, and I haven't had anybody say yet like, oh, Wednesday nights are so hard or oh, Friday nights are so hard because yeah. – I would have preferred to go on a Thursday, but it meant that almost every second Thursday I have to finish at 7.30 because Hayden's got board meeting or PTA meeting. or And so it just would have been really hard to work out. So I do like my hours as they are at the moment. although. And I think it's more important yeah. that they work for you than that they work for clients yeah. because you can always find a client to fill it. It's just they might it might be harder than easier kind of thing um but you'll always find someone um i actually think that my operating hours are not working for me at the moment and it's quite a difficult shift like one one thing is that um we have because we're in the new studio and the desk at our old studio i had a desk i could use that was kind of like off to the side and tucked away and I could see clients while a class was on how the new studio is set up I can't really so there's been some shuffling oh, to try yeah. and accommodate making sure like I mean technically I could but I don't really want to be doing clients at the front of the class um so there's been some shuffling to try and move all my clients so that they are not at the same time as classes but that also means that my late nights are later and like I don't know there's just some shuffling and it, yeah. I don't think it's like a quick easy fix my business coach the other day was like okay we'll like change them and I don't think it's that easy because my clients are really well trained to do the same exact day and time every fortnight and so I need to be finding spaces that work for all of us on an ongoing basis so I guess tonight's like kind of topic is a little bit um like on topic for me as well yeah. um carly has just said i've found i have to have a little flexibility with my hours people have busy lives and sometimes it just doesn't work for them but for the most part my hours work great and i think that's where i was when i first started i just i was super flexible for anybody for everything to make all the money and then i got more and more selfish and i'm I'm happier being more selfish, but I think at the moment I would love to cut my hours down slightly, but the clients that I have that would get cut are people that have been really loyal to me and for a long time, and those people I don't want to cut. But I yeah. cannot change my hours. Like, So, for example, someone who can only come at 8 o'clock on Thursday nights and I don't want to be doing nails at 8 o'clock on a Thursday night anymore. However, I do not want to not do her nails. Um, yeah. And it's not the money. It's not any of that. It's the person. I want to keep that person. And so that's a little bit of my struggle at the moment is trying to find a balance between what Carly's saying and then what's yeah. going to make me happy. A balance between being flexible but not, like, hating your job. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Teresa just said, could we shuffle the studio space a little? And um, I mean, like, we probably could, but I really love the studio. I would rather deal with this scheduling shuffle for a little while than change the studio. Like, that's, yeah. although it's hard to shuffle the schedule, it's, i got to pick one and I pick that kind of thing. I love how the yeah. studio is set out. It is uh, a really nice flow. And I found it nice today because the board is just in front of me here. And I'm so usually I'm facing the other way, looking at the students behind me. Um, and in the old studio, if I wanted to pull up the theory workbook and just have it there in case I forgot something, it was like on the other side of the room. Yes. And so I just felt like a little bit flustered, whereas today I just had it up on the screen and I was able to just go, oh, yeah, we've got everything that we were meant to cover. Yeah. So I really like yeah. that. Yeah. And I think as well, if we shuffled the studio to accommodate my clients, the training would lose. Like we, we have a pedicure area now. We have like our disinfection area and any shuffling we did for me would take something away from training and I just don't want to do that. So we will, yeah. we will shuffle. Tony um, has said that her hours is one thing that she's super happy with and she gets a good work-life balance. Tony's so good at that, though. She's so yeah. good at, like, yeah, being super that. assertive and being like, nope, that's, that does not align with what I want. Like, um, my friend Alicia's the same. Like, they're just, they are and so assertive. Technically, people are offering you money. Yes. They're asking yes. for appointments and she's seeing it as no, I don't have the time for that because it'll throw my balance out of the whack and I won't be enjoying it anymore. Whereas I just see, oh, that's like such and such dollars in my pocket tonight. Yeah. And I have a certain <laughs> superstition about it as well where if I'm like, okay, well, I want to be making X amount of dollars, yeah. then money is offered to me. I'm like, well, if I don't take it, then like, I don't know, is the universe listening like, I need to say yes to everything and I find it really hard to I'm, I think I'm pretty good at saying no and making people work within my hours mostly but definitely like a full set is a different story like if I've said I am broke this week or you know when you say you're broke but you just mean your money's like already prioritized um and then someone offers like someone wants a full set I'm like how do I say no to that much money like yeah it's really hard <laughs> yeah um, and that's the thing as well it's just like well like before, actually, in my house, it was easier for me to say no because I'm just like, no, because my kids won't be asleep. My husband will have to leave the house. I have to set it up, and it's only for a gel polish. Yeah. Whereas because I'm just like outside and it's all set up, I just have to turn the light on and sit down. I think yeah. that's why I'm finding it hard to say no because I'm just like, but the kids are like all ready to get into bed, and I just have to like run outside, and that's you know and make some money, money. Right. yeah yeah just gonna run outside and run back with money yeah <laughs> yeah but you exactly. have strict hours right like you do have hours that you want to be doing yeah same yeah. I, think my, I think my thing was more that like before I could be a little bit more flexible and now because of how I want to be going forward I'm having to rein in those people that relied on the flexibility um, yeah. So I do have strict hours, but I haven't stuck to them. Yeah, and that's the same. And I've found that, like, even just one week of me sort of fitting people in, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't do this. 
it's yeah. going to get old pretty fast. Um, yeah. Carly did say, can you change your prices, increase them a bit, and maybe the clients will move themselves? And that's an option for some people. I don't feel like that's something that you would do, right, Penny? You've been quite um, established. I mean, change, I think, is, do you think what Carly's saying is if I increase them, some of the clients will leave? Um, I'm not quite sure if I understand. That's how I've sort of seen it, is that you yeah. are putting yourself up there as being a bit, like, more exclusive. But I think you're I think already exclusive and people want you for that fact. Yeah. Like, I don't think you changing it's really your just, It's really just a paperwork problem. Like, I'm not I'm not meaning to complain about it. Like, it, it's just a thing that has to be done. Um, and yeah. it's going to take a little while for everyone to shuffle into their new places. I don't the, – the problem is, like, I could happily just say, um, you know, I can't do th this appointment anymore, but it's the people. I want to keep those people. Yeah. Um, and Tony said that um, it's easier to say no now that she's in a salon versus at home, which yeah. is true. I have, like, the very middle problem with I have a salon and it's right at my house, so it's easier. Whereas Tony can be like, no, it's like I have to get in the car, travel, open up my salon, like, no, like these are my workouts, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I think for me, I'm halfway between you guys because on the one hand, it's not in my home, it is down the road, and I am very lazy, so even though it's only <laughs> not far down the road, it's still down the road. Um, but if I know I'm going to be there, then I'm like, oh, what's what's starting an hour earlier kind of thing. So I tack people on to the either end or I go yeah. home an hour later. Um, so That's I'm pretty good at that, saying yeah. all I've got available is this, this, and this, but it's extending my day and that's what I'm not as good at. Like what would your ideal week look like? Um... I'm fully booked in the evenings and I have two 45-minute slots on my day to do my admin and social media stuff because I find if I have a 45-minute slot at the beginning or at the end of my work hours, I just go inside early or yes. I just go out to my salon early, whereas I find if I've done a gel polish and then I've got a 45-minute slot or even a half an hour slot, I'll stay in my room, get my laptop out, and do the work. So oh, yeah. I already talked on a podcast saying how I had a fully booked day and I um, posted about it on my social media and I was so stoked. But at the end of the day, I was just like, holy crap, I'm so behind on my admin. <laughs> and I really <laughs> want to stay, stay on top of it. Like I really yeah. don't want the end of the financial year to be like <laughs> – yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. I think yeah. the question of the ideal day or week is actually a really interesting one because I can make every excuse in the book for why I keep clients or why I add another person to the start of the day or that sort of thing. Like, and and it's those it's one little tweak at a time, so you don't really notice that it's a big yeah. deal. But actually, if I think what my ideal day or week looks like. My ideal week would be doing clients from 5 till 8, and that's it. 5 till 8, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights, and that's it. And that's not what I'm doing right now. And 
and I don't it just comes back to that same thing where I don't want to lose those particular humans it's not it's not their nails it's I want to keep doing their nails because I like those people. So it, it, it's that compromise, but it's interesting to stop for a second and go, okay, actually my ideal week is five till eight, three evenings. And so that is what I work towards. So maybe as each of those clients drops off for any reason, they don't get replaced. And maybe that's how I work towards it going forward. The only thing that I'd like to slightly tweak um, is I stop my um, I stop my appointments at two forty five and I don't go back to them until four pm. So that gives me fifteen minutes to drive out to get my children, um, and I'm on schedule, so it blocks me fifteen minutes at the end of my appointment. So even if the appointment's gone over, I'm not going to be late to pick up my kids. But what I find is because it gives me that extra 15 minutes buffer and I've given myself a 15 minute buffer um, to go and get my children from kindy that people aren't seeing what I want them to see. And that is why not come an hour early to pick up school pickup because we live at school. And instead of sitting in your car scrolling on your phone, you can be in my cabin getting your nails done and then walk next door and get your kids. Yeah, seeing that because the last appointment they can book is 145 and they don't really see that as oh it's almost school pickup time so I'm trying to figure out how I can do that without picking my kids up later because they'll probably charge me more (laughs) (laughs) trying to see if if you guys are listening live at the moment tell us in the comments what impact do your current hours have on you or your relationships or your family or your goals like because I think that's actually one of the more interesting parts of what Jesse and I are are saying is you know that something as small as ours actually has quite a massive impact on especially well for you Jesse your family and for both of us our goals like ours actually they're they're a lot more influential than i think they get credit for um tell us if you are listening oh sorry you go jesse no so oh sorry i was interrupting you but i originally didn't want to have that hour where i had to go and get my kids i wanted to make it work so that hayden could go and get them and i could just work through but i'm actually really enjoying that hour because it gets me out, it gets me stretched, because you know like how it gets in the salon, like you can sort yeah. of hunt over. Um, and it means that I can just have like, and I find that I spend that hour with my kids one-on-one, like playing with them, making them food, because I'm just like, no, this is my hour to pick up the kids and get them sorted before I hand them back to Hayden. So I'm really yeah. enjoying that. So it, it really does have such a huge impact. I actually reckon what I wanted at first was to work through and have Hayden pick up the kids. I actually would hate that now if I didn't have that hour to um, just regroup and then go out and yeah. do my late night. Yeah, that, that's interesting to, to consider as well, yeah, that just because we think that certain opening hours are perfect for us yeah. doesn't mean that they are going to align that well with our goals, even if our goals are family-oriented. 
Yeah, like um, give it a go and see how it's working and be open for adjustment. Like don't go and print a sandwich board with your opening hours on them. <laughs> yes. So interesting point because I'm currently getting like the quotes and everything for signage for the new studio. And one of the guys sent back the sandwich board with the hours on it. And I told him literally this morning to take them off. And on the back of that, for the sign that's going outside, what I think I might do is have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday printed on it, but with like very tidy handwriting and a vivid, write the hours next to it so that I can clean them off and change them if I need to be and I'm not yeah. stuck to what's on the, the board. Because yeah, I think- You can have a little blackboard slot, can't you? On a sandwich board? Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. Um, and I mean, like as much as I would love to be a person who can just put some hours and stick to them, like I'm so constantly striving to change and improve my life, mm. the business, all those things that I just, I need to be more flexible with it. And the beginning of, no, the end of last year, I tried being at the studio from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. every single day. And I, it actually just made me miserable. I need to have a little bit more flexibility to change and improve on and an ongoing basis. And that's what you're about, working for yourself, right? Like, you want to yeah. be your own boss, so you want to be able to make your own hours. Like, yeah. Yeah. Tell us in the comments if you are listening um, to us live on Facebook what your current hours are and how you would change them and if that would impact oh. your clients. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's more, I suppose, not would they, but how would they impact your clients and who's more important, you or your clients and that overall goal that you have because that's sort of the struggle that Jesse and I have been talking about all evening, incidentally, is trying to make everything align with our goals and I suppose then realigning goals when, like, we're really just learning what we want. Mm, yeah. We don't know. <laughs> It turns out we have no We're idea. Evolving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, building on that idea of having the conversation in, in the comments, which Justine's just said, flexibility is key. And I'm, yes, it's, I, I'm learning a lot lately about, I think I'm just, this is slightly tangential, but I think I'm just really learning a lot at the moment about myself but also being okay with those things that are myself so this is like slightly tangential but with my business coach I've been learning that actually I really need routine I I've always thought like me being unadaptable to things was a character flaw and something that I should try and change and work around but Nicole's kind of going like no just you just need routine but I need flexibility in that routine there's like a balance and I think with Justine saying flexibility is key like yes and I'm trying to learn that even though all the shops around us have set opening hours that doesn't necessarily make me happy therefore that's okay I don't have to have set opening yeah. hours the business has to work for me and not the other way around yeah yeah um, building on that conversation that's happening in the comments here tonight, um, the beauty of Monaco is that we are a community of nail techs, not a haphazard mix of individuals, a community of nail techs together. So while we're together, let's keep each other accountable with one 
quick fire question that keeps us on our toes. And this week, the quick fire question is, when was the last time you posted a video to social media? Jesse, when was the last time you posted a video to social media? I chose the question and you sure did. Is I that you, you can answer it well. <laughs> I might actually go and look. How about I hand the um, question over to you and sure, I'll tell while you, you look. Exactly the last time. <laughs> I mean, with um, with Monaco, it's easy because we have so many opportunities to live stream. But with my client page, couldn't tell you because. I think Tony's really good at doing videos and I absolutely understand the importance of them. The reason that we have put, um, Abby's just commenting, never, she's never put a video on social media. Um, and Tony has one going up tomorrow. I told you she's good at it. The, the oh, you video, time lapse Tuesdays, which are really good. You My are? Last, she has time lapse Tuesdays, which are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um my last technical video was actually a boomerang, which I know Penny hates. That does not count. It was That's on the 21st of May. My last video was, oh, no, that's your Facebook, not mine. <laughs> it always puts me off. Um, where are we? Um, was the 8th of March 2017 <laughs> <laughs> of my daughter so it's actually something I haven't thought about like I haven't I've posted like Instagram stories and stuff but I haven't posted a video so I might give um, a time lapse a go like what Tony yeah. does um, the thing is that like if we talk about Facebook specifically um, Facebook's algorithm is is set to show videos to more people than pictures because Facebook's company goals, um, I think it was last year, one of their company goals was to um, eclipse YouTube in terms of hours of video watched. They wanted to basically become a YouTube replacement. Um, they want to compete with YouTube, and so um, they've got they've got like a watch tab on Facebook now because they want you like. And there's it sounded really cool, but I don't think it's really taken off. But when you watch a video, you can click like watch with friends, and you can actually have a comment section to yourself, so that you could be watching an episode of something, oh. and you and all your friends in different parts of the country or wherever can be like commenting to each other in essentially a group chat, but the group chat is tied with the video cool. you're watching. Um, which cool. sounds like, I mean, considering how much my friends talk about Love Island in our group chat and it drives me nuts. Um, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a cool concept, but because it's not, I suppose they also need to be competing with someone like Netflix for that sort of thing to be working. But either way, the algorithm is trained to prioritize video um, so that, like, basically their idea is that if you if you get more likes from a video than you do from a photo, you will post more videos. And the more videos you post, the more people will come to Facebook for video content and then they eclipse YouTube. So videos get more likes just because it shows two more people. And that's the only main reason that we encourage video is just 
because of that. So we've got a couple of comments, like Teresa said that she hasn't put one up in a while, but she tries to put something up once a week. Carly put a video up three weeks ago. Um, Teresa just asked what a decent time-lapse and editing program is, and I will tell you the one that I use is Effectum, E-F-E-C-T-U-M. So that's, that's a decent one for um, making a time-lapse. Um, so uh, the thing is as well, with um, your you video... You, if, you've just got, like, if you've just got a camera, like a vlogging-style camera or a digital camera, you can um, just video it and then speed it up on, like, even Apple iMovie. Like, I do yeah. video editing on iMovie. And you can, there's also, if you've got an Apple iPhone, I don't know about Galaxy, but there's also just on your camera um, an option to time lapse. And the good thing about it is even if it's like a half an hour video, it doesn't, it only stores the six seconds worth of video memory wise, if that makes sense. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you can just do it on um, your phone. Yeah. My one, I just, I just video it on my phone at normal speed and then I put it into Effectum and it turns it into a time lapse. And it, yeah. I don't know, like, yeah, but there's lots of options. Um, yeah. I can hear you, but I can no longer, oh, no, there you are. My computer froze for a second. Um, but the thing with, like, videos, it can just be a 30-second live that shows, like, it doesn't have to be some crazy edited thing. You can just go live to show a cool set of nails you did and then go like close the live 30 seconds later it doesn't a live stream doesn't have to be this epic episode of something it can just be you're going to show people what these nails look like and it can um, be something funny like i like we were talking about how we like real feeds and like you may want to like show um a video of your salon after you've had a fully booked day and you might want to be like okay guys now look at all the files and buffers i've got to deal with or look yeah. how much glitters on my floor or something like that so it yeah. doesn't have to real be like life make it relatable yeah. yeah yeah um so just before we wrap up i want to take a minute to remind you guys that if you are a kiwi listener because we do only ship inside new zealand we have two brand new color gloss collections in stock now Shelly Devoted is comprised of six blush shades and So Fly is six totally different colors that are about as bright as it gets. And you can come and visit us in our studio in Ellerslie this week um, or you can email shop at monaco.ac.nz to order. Um, with that done and dusted, um, before you guys disappear as we wrap up this week's podcast episode, please do um, hit like on the podcast. Really, really appreciate it. Chuck a comment in, tag a friend who you think might, might like it. Um, we are back just after 5 p.m. every Monday. Um, but, Jesse, until then, where can they find you? Shine Now Design NZ. On Instagram Facebook. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. And I'll do a video this week. Also, is that now they have to follow you because you should video your one up. What was my one up? I don't know. Do you have one? Oh, okay, yeah, I'll think of a one up and I'll video it. Okay, then, yeah. okay, hold me accountable. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do a video of the new colors. Sounds you have good. To remind me. Okay. Everybody can remind me. I'll write it in my notebook. Let me on the hand when I haven't done it next week. <laughs> no, I'm going to do it. We have to lead okay. by example. Um, 
So you guys can follow me at Penny Lawler Nail Artist on Facebook and Instagram and then hold me accountable for not posting that dang video. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but until then, um, we are off for the evening um, to do a whole heap of washing because it was <laughs> because it was luxury treatment stay in the studio. Um, but you guys have a great evening and a great week and we will see you next time. See you. Bye. bye.